0: Welcome to the One Man Renegade Podcast. Um, I'm your host, the Honorable Greg B., as always. Um, And this is Chapter 39, and it's time once again for the biggest party of the summer. Yep, it seems like it was just yesterday, but it was really a year ago where we were having the biggest party of the summer uh, before. But uh, no, it's been a year, and uh, we are headed to SummerSlam this weekend again from the Brooklyn uh, Barclays Center, as it were. uh, Again, for the third year in a row. And it's going to be a fourth year in a row, as they already have announced for next year. Because they had signed originally a three-year deal, or whatever, and um, next year they have extended it to the fourth year, which is okay, I guess. Um, You know, it would have been nice to see it come to maybe Boston... But, um, you know, whatever, if they have the thing going in Brooklyn, it, guess it sort of makes sense. You know, it's their biggest, second biggest pay-per-view of the year, and New York's kind of a big city. So, I don't know, if you can get a lot of people coming to your show, I guess it makes sense to be in a you know big city like that. Especially when you're doing four nights in a row, too. Uh, but, before we get to any of that, and... I'll talk about NXT takeover Brooklyn 3 which is happening the night before SummerSlam so this Saturday uh is Thursday August 17th as I record this um I probably posted on the 18th um but uh, before we get to any of the other things going on this weekend let's go take a trip back in the the way back machine back in time as you, as it were uh got to go back in time as um uh Huey Lewis once said um in the soundtrack of Back to the Future, which I've covered, Back to Future. Well, I've covered Back to the Future Part Two, um, not so much Part One on this on this podcast before. But that was two years ago, almost October, uh, you know, fifteenth uh, or October of two thousand fifteen. Um, but whatever. Th- we're not here for that. That's in the past, which was in the future once, but now the past. In all spectrum of time, unless you are in the past and somehow are listening to this. I don't know how that's possible. Maybe it's like... Uh, what was that movie? Um, uh, they, Frequency. They made the, the TV show about it too, which got cancelled. So that is also in the past, and so is the movie. And I don't know what I'm talking about, but let's go back to the last episode. When I made some predictions about some UFC and... Um, about WWE Battleground. I believe there was something about a Michael Phelps racing a shark, um, which was not really a thing. Uh, as it turned out, uh, a lot of people were kind of upset about that, although you know, logistically it made perfect sense that it wasn't actually Michael Phelps racing a shark. Uh, but I think people wanted that. I mean, I think that was what people wanted to see. People wanted to see Michael Phelps race a shark. And ultimately they just had Michael Phelps I didn't even. I you know I I didn't even watch it. I didn't even watch it. Uh, I didn't. Even, once I heard it wasn't like real, I was like I don't care. Uh, but they basically just simulated a shark racing, and then Michael Phelps swam, and they judged the simulation versus what he actually raced at. And you know, basic science would have told you that it was pretty obvious that the shark was gonna win, but. Whatever. Um, but before any of that happens, uh, there was a UFC on Fox. Um, I did okay. Uh, Chris Weidman won the big main event uh, of the evening. I got that right. I got most of the like main card right. Um, you know, I ended up going, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seven and six on the night, so that's not bad. I did predict the shark was going to beat Michael Phelps, so technically I guess I got that right. And then Battleground, um, I went, I went four for eight. And, um, so not great. Um, I don't know what to say about this card. The pay-per-view was okay. Um, the Pujami prison match was garbage, but I think you would probably have expected that given the history of the Pujami prison matches. Um, but let's go back from the beginning. Uh, Ty Dillinger lost to Hayden English, which was surprising. Um, the Usos lost the tag titles to the New Day. Okay, okay, okay. Shinsuke beat Baron Corbin by disqualification. Uh, Natalya won the number one contenders women's match. Um, Kevin Owens beat AJ Styles for the US title on a very weird, questionable, sketchy... Kind of weird-looking botchy finish, the ref getting knocked down, but not really, but sort of. And then, well, no, the ref definitely got knocked down. Let me say that. Let me just, let me re- 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 let me go back for a minute because the ref definitely got knocked down. He got he got thrown. AJ got thrown into him basically. But then he was fine when they actually ended up doing a pin. But then, like, he didn't see the. There was no kick out. I don't Whatever. Anyways. So Kevin Owens won. He won the title. But then he lost it back to um, AJ Styles a couple nights later. in a triple threat involved Chris Jericho who returned and won his rematch that he never got when he lost to Kevin Owens a few months ago um, on SmackDown. After Extreme Rules maybe? Or Payback? Something like that. Alright, then uh, John Cena beat Rusev in the flag match. No big surprise there. Uh, then Sami Zayn beat Mike Kanellis which, 50-50 booking on that on that end. Because uh, Kanellis had beaten Sami Zayn the week before in SmackDown, I believe. Uh, although they've basically kind of both disappeared from the uh, show recently. Uh, and then um, Jinder Mahal beat uh, Randy Orton in the Pujami prison match um, thanks to the Great Kali, who made a one-time return, apparently. Uh, people weren't sure if he was back for good or just making a one-time appearance, and it appears to be a one-time appearance for now. Could always show up again. Um, there, The Breezango thing ended up not really being a match. They just had a backstage segment that they've been doing the last month, couple months, whatever it's been. Um, they still didn't find any answers to who attacked them or whatever. They still haven't. Really, Fandango got kidnapped, and then something else happened. But then he's back, and there's aliens, and Arn Anderson apparently killed the horse they had, and it's been pretty entertaining. But I don't know where it's going. And then this week was supposedly the final episode of the Fashion Peaks, because they've been kind of spoofing on Twin Peaks, and then it said they'll be back in 20 years, uh, two weeks. Or 25 years or whatever it was. I think they were making fun of the fact that Twin Peaks came back after the uh, 25 years, I believe. Or whatever. Um, But then it said back in two weeks, which means not summer some, I guess. They're not going to be involved. Or even next week on SmackDown. So they're just missing Brooklyn altogether, apparently. Um, But whatever. We'll get to that in a little bit. Uh, Then we had UFC 2004. 2004. (laughs) UFC 24. 14, yes, no. We traveled back in time once again to go to UFC in 2014. No, UFC 214. Uh, big, big card, big card. You know, um, I did pretty well on the main card, uh, except for the main event, which I'll we'll get to in a second. Uh, but on the to- a total, I did one, two, three, f- seven, and five. So not bad. Um, yeah, so Robbie Lawler won, Cyborg won, Woodley won. Uh, but the Martian Manhunter, Don Jones, uh, pre- proved to be too much once again for Daniel Cormier and knocked him out. I think it was the third round. He knocked him out. He caught him with a kick to the head, and that was pretty much all she wrote. Um, and then John Jones uh, challenges uh, Brock Lesnar. Um, so interesting, interesting. He had said something before the match too about Brock Lesnar. Kind of, more or less, he wants to fight Rock Lesnar. But we'll get to that a little bit later on. Um, so, yeah, I, you know, uh, again, another good UFC, uh, uh, you know, better than the last one. It, luckily, none of the people, you know, got sick last minute or got suspended or anything like that. All the matches that were scheduled, for the most part, uh, went went off with a hitch. Um, uh, you know, Tyron Woodley was a pretty upset about Dana White making comments about it's kind of, it was kind of a weird situation. So he wins, you know, it wasn't like a dominating win, whatever, but he retains a title. He wins, you know, decision. I believe it was a decision. And then Dana White's like, ah, well, he's not as good as he was or whatever he said. It's like, ah, he he should step it up. And it's kind of like, well, he still won. He's still the champion. Like, you're the one giving him the competition. So if the match isn't up to speed, like, maybe you should change your mind on who he's fighting. And, uh, whatever. We'll see what happens down the line on that. Um, yeah, to the UFC 215 is not for a few more weeks. I'm not going to touch it here because there's way too much stuff that could go on before that. And who knows what the matches are actually going to be. Uh. But there's another big fight going on, uh, coming up in a couple weeks. Or, no, it's a couple weeks. A week from Saturday, actually. Um, damn. It, uh, snuck up. Uh, yeah, a week from Saturday, uh, as, uh, Floyd Mayweather will be fighting, um, Conor McGregor. In a boxing match, so, pff, you know, it's a bit dumb, um, in that sense, um... You know, I get I get it from Mayweather's standpoint. He's forty years old. Um, he hasn't fought in two years. Um, he does nothing really to prove. He's never lost. Um, so yeah, he's not going to be like, oh yeah, fine, I'll fight Conor McGregor in a UFC, in a you know MMA fight or something like that. So obviously McGregor is the one that has to like you know you know bow down to him and you know if he wants the money. You know, which they're going to make a good amount of money um, off this fight. I'm sure a lot of people are going to buy it, tune in, even though it's basically, who knows? You know, it's boxing, so there could be a lot of shenanigans going on. I expect to see Fan Man uh, fly in. Although, wait, I think if memory serves me, does Fan Man die? I... Why would, why would I want to say he died? I don't, yeah, he did die. He did die. He's dead. So I guess he won't be showing up. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, fan man. He's been dead since 2002. Um, but maybe his son? Maybe he has a son? I don't know. Does he have a son? Maybe he has a son. Um, or, you know, someone... Well, here's the problem. It's it's an indoor stadium, so unless someone jumps up from the rafters, I guess it's probably not going to happen. Um, but uh, <laughs> I don't know. It's boxing. Maybe there'll be a riot. You know, Andrew Golota might show up and low blow somebody. Who knows? You never know. It's boxing. MMA is not quite as ridiculous as boxing, especially not the UFC. At least not in the last, you know, 10 years or so. Since, uh, you know, it's been uh, pretty much, you know, under control as, in terms of like the, you know, Dana White and, and and whatever and the previous owners who, you know, they sold it recently. But, you know, when it first started, it was pretty ridiculous to the point where it got, you know, it's banned in a lot of places. And there's a lot of other MMA, um, you know, um, leagues and stuff out there that. Maybe not as reputable as the UFC. Um, but uh, regardless, it's not a UFC fight. It's a boxing fight. Um, Showtime Boxing is doing the pay-per-view. Although, um, so, Moro um, Nallo is apparently doing the uh, commenting, which is a bit weird because he's kind of all over the place. Uh, he will be doing the commentary for NXT this uh, it's coming Saturday. Um and then he'll be doing Michael Mayweather and uh, McGregor next Saturday. So he's he's got a busy man. Um all right, so what else? Should we get just jump into it? Uh, you know what? Let's let's take a little break. It is the biggest party this summer, but there's been lots of stuff going on this summer and kinda of just wanna go over some brief stuff that's been going on. Um you know, uh the Red Sox are in first place. They had another walk off um win last night against the Cardinals. Uh they're four and a half games, I believe, up on the Mets, if I, not Mets, sorry, the Yankees, who are playing the Mets, as I speak, Um they, uh yeah, because, f- yeah, it's still four and a half games, they had an interesting weekend series, Uh the Red Sox probably should have, well, let me, let me rephrase that, Red Sox should have won two out of three, they won two out of three, it wasn't necessarily the two out of three that they should have won. Uh, you know, Saturday they absolutely destroyed the Yankees, so that was a gimme. But Friday night they had the game you know, they were wheeling and dealing, you know, ready to win. Um, the bullpen kind of gave it up, and they ended up losing that one. Um almost were able to come back and, and tie it up, but didn't didn't happen. They ended up losing. They should have won, they were winning all game. Sunday night was kind of a flip flop of that. Um, well, not so much a flip flop. It was pretty much a nothing happening game. The pitching pitching duel, and then again the bullpen kind of gave it up, and it looked like the the Yankees were going to win. And then um, Rafael Devers, the you know the guy that we didn't make a trade because we knew he was in the minors and could do some damage, and people weren't sure what that meant because a lot of people thought they were going to trade him for somebody to fill in. Her third base or whatever. Um, but no, they decided, hey, we're bringing him up. And he's been really good lately. Or to start off. I mean, you know, he's, he's a rookie, so you never know. I mean, Aaron Judge is another guy that's, you know, started off super hot. And now is kind of falling back down to earth. Um, and who knows? But, we, I mean, also the other guy, Nunez. We traded for Nunez. And he's been fantastic, you know. And, and that's good because... Dustin Pejoria has been hurt. So, um, with that said, let's see. Uh, Yankees are up 7-0 right now, so they're probably going to win. Um, so that means that the Red Sox will only be four games ahead. Headed into this weekend's battle against the Yankees once again. Yeah, it's a crazy schedule. So they played last week, last weekend in um, in New York. They're playing this weekend in Boston for three. Um, last weekend was three, this weekend's three. And then not next weekend, but the weekend after for over Memorial... No, Memorial Day. Labor Day weekend, they're playing four again in, uh, New York. And then that's it. Then they'll play again. So they're wrapped up by, you know, the end of two weeks from now. They'll be, you know, two weekends from now, I should say. By Labor Day. They're done. Playing each other. And there's still a whole other month of the season left. Um, uh, but yeah, so the Yankees, um assuming they don't blow a seven-run lead, uh, will be um, four games behind. So there's still a lot to go. Pennant race, heating up. We're getting down to the nitty-gritty. Hopefully the Sox can uh, pull it out. Um, yeah, it's been kind of a weird year, given that uh, you know, the pitching staff was supposed to be lights out and while wow, Chris Sale has definitely blown lights out, there's been a lot of injuries and 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 random other stuff going on, and the bullpen's been pretty good, um, you know, but still, the offense, meh, offense's been fine. It's not Obviously it wasn't going to be what it was last year or, or whatever, but, or it has been in the past whatever years, but, uh, you know, losing RT is going to do that, but still, you know, they're, they're do they're doing good. Um <laughs> yeah <laughs> So what else That oh the preseason started for football. The the Pats played the Jacksonville Jaguars in well meaningless preseason game where like nobody played for the Pats except for I think Dion Lewis might have played. He was the only guy I like noticed in there. Um I didn't really watch much of it. Uh they lost, but whatever. Jimmy G did okay. Um, Whatever whatever that's going to mean. What else? Well, they play the Texans um, Saturday night, I believe. Hopefully some guys actually play in that one to kind of see what the... I mean, whatever. It's preseason. Who knows? Who cares? Um, But at least it's giving you the idea that football is right around the corner. Fantasy football drafts are going to be starting up soon. I'm down to three leagues this year. Only doing three. Well, I'll do a fourth for... The fourth one, I'll do like a a free one on Yahoo. Kind of just do like a a mock draft, but one that matters. Because, you know, the mock drafts are fun and all, but it's like, what's the point? And then, you know, half the people like quit the like after like the first couple rounds that no one pays attention. And, but it's, you know, fun to see how your mock draft would have done in real life. So why not just do the free league? Yeah, you have to maintain a little bit, but whatever, who cares? Like, if I don't, like, it doesn't really matter. It's freely that... It doesn't matter. Um, Alright, and I'll probably do another episode on that and do the draft like I did last year. We'll see. Maybe I will, maybe I won't. I don't know. We'll see. I don't know. Alright, what else is going on this summer? Okay, television. Game of Thrones has been really good this year. Like, fantastically good. Um although, you know, I w with that said, the first episode was a little the first episode wasn't great of the season. First episode wasn't great because I feel like it was like a re it was like a re a reset, like a reset not reset, but it like reminded you of everything. So it was like we spent like an hour just reminding you of where everyone was and what's going on. Which is fine, I guess, but then nothing really happened. Um, except for Ed Sheeran being on, um, but yeah, so far the rest of the season has been really good, but I, I, I don't want to go into too much stuff about it. I don't, don't want to do any spoilers cause we're still in the middle of the season. A lot of people catch up late. Um, so, you know, a couple more episodes to go and then I'll dive into it maybe next episode. Uh, what else am I watching on TV? Wet Hot American Summer just came out with a new, um, a new season. Um... It's, uh, so, if you're not familiar, Wet Out American Summer was a movie in 2001. Uh, a lot of the people in it were from the state. If you're familiar with the TV show The State, directed by David Wayne, I think he directed it. I'm pretty sure he directed it. I don't know if he wrote it. I don't know, a lot of the state people are in it. Not all the state people. A few of them. Uh, and it's also had, like, Amy Poehler, Bradley Cooper was in it, Paul Rudd's in it, um, Jeanine Garoppolo, uh, Who else? There's more. There's more people. I'm just blanking right now. But whatever. They had the movie. The movie was basically about a summer camp in um, Maine. Uh, And these counselors. Or they were. I don't know. Whatever. It was 1981. And it was last day camp. That's the basis of the movie. TV show. The first season on Netflix was about the first day. So it was a little weird because you know, here it is fifteen years later or whatever it was. This actually I think it came out two years ago. But it was like fifteen years later, but this is supposed to happen beforehand. So it was a little weird. And not everyone was in it. Actually most people were in it though. Whatever. So this this season was ten years after the last day of camp. So it makes a little bit more sense in terms of, you know, People's appearances and whatever Based off the movie um, Bradley Cooper uh, did not Get involved this time around He was briefly in the first episode And that was it Paul Rudd though, it kills it So go check it out if you're a fan of The movie, the first season Or whatever, just fan of any of those People that I mentioned that are in the show Or the movie, watch the movie Watch shows, whatever, it's cool um, What else have i have been watching? Blood Drive on sci-fi. It's interesting. Um, it's not amazing. It's not resetting the bar or anything like that. But uh, it's fun. It's stupid. It's over the top. It's gory. Whatever. It's cool. Check it out. Uh, what else? Ballers. Get back with The Rock. Yeah, It's ballers. I don't know what else to say about it. It is what it is. Um, what else? Oh. Uh, Preacher. Creature on AMC has been really good. I would recommend that. Um, go back and watch the first season if you're not familiar with it. Now, I've never read the books. Um, so, it's based off of graphic novels. Uh, I've never read them. So, I don't know how closely the storyline is this season to the books. I do know that the first season was more of a prequel to the books. So, it was kind of setting up the things that then happened in the books. So, in terms of what going on in the books versus this season, I can't... I, I don't know, because I've never read them. So, eh. If you read the books, check it out. If you haven't read the books, maybe go read the books. I don't know. I'm not going to read the books. I don't really read books. Whatever. Or the graphic novels. Whatever you want to call them. Speaking of books, I heard, um... I didn't actually go see it, but I heard, um... The, uh... Um... Oh. Dark Tower movie was not good and it kind of didn't really follow the books very well, I guess. And I, I don't know, I guess it, you know, you, you there's seven books and uh, you know, you're know, you doing one movie, which apparently was like an hour and 40 minutes. Apparently they're doing a TV show, but I guess the TV show is technically related to the movie? I, I guess? I don't really know. I've heard it's a mess. i After hearing it was a mess and whatever, I was just like, all right, whatever, I'll I'll wait on that one. Uh, I did see Dunkirk finally, though. Um, I can't remember if I talked a bit. I don't think so. I I think I saw it after. I did the last episode, I believe. My memory's not what it used to be. Uh, It was a good movie. Uh, If you know, for a Christopher Nolan movie, it was pretty short, which is surprising. But, um, you know, and obviously I didn't really know a ton about the... um, The story of Dunkirk. Too much. Uh, It was an interesting story. Uh, Yeah. It's fine. It's good. Go check it out. I don't know. Um, It's. You know. It wasn't amazing. But it was good. Uh, And you know. There was a whole ton of different like. Versions that you could go see on IMAX. And 70 millimeter. Blah blah blah. I just started in regular. But it was good. Um. What else? Uh, I just watched the movie The Wall the other day. Um, it was uh, interesting. If you're not familiar with the movie The Wall, it was a limited release, so maybe you missed it. Um came out in May, I believe. It stars John Cena. Yes, the John Cena. Uh, and Aaron, uh, Aaron Tyler Johnson, I believe his name is. He played... Um, I believe that's his name. Hold on, let me let me double check that for a quick second here. Um, I believe that's his name. He 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 was the guy that played Quicksilver, but in the Aaron Taylor Johnson. Is that what I said? I don't know. Uh, but um, he played Quicksilver in the um, in the um, Avengers movies, or the Avenger movie, or the MCU, I should say, because. He had a brief little cameo at the end of uh I think it was Thor Dark World. Was that what was that what it was? That they teased at the end. Um He was also Kick Ass, if you remember the movies The Kick Ass and Kick Ass 2. Um he was also in Godzilla. Huh, anyway. Uh so yeah, he was Oh it was Winter Soldier. I, I apologize it was Winter Soldier. And a Winter Soldier they teased. Um I couldn't remember which movie it was that they teased the, the twins. Um but not to be confused with the other Quicksilver in the X-Men movies, uh who's played by um now blanking on his name. Um Oh man, why he's in the American horror movies not, not horror story. American Horror Story he's been in I don't I don't know if he's been in all seasons. Um, but he's definitely been in most of the seasons, um. And his name is ex- Evan Peters. Evan Peters. Um. So yeah, that 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 whole dynamic, and be, before, without going into a tangent here, um, uh, it's it's um a bit weird how that whole thing kind of transpired. Because I feel like. Um I feel like the th- sorry the the X-Men Days of Future Past and and uh the um Avengers Age of Ultron probably went into production around the same time. So it was probably one of those weird situations where like through whatever loophole for whatever reason um Quicksilver and I would assume Scarlet Witch, because they are twins, um, aren't necessarily owned by either and somehow can be used by both. And because of that, I'm guessing they were just like, hey, we should use Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch in in Avengers. And then X-Men were like, "Yeah, we're going to use Quicksilver now. Maybe with the intention of, at some point, using Scarlet Witch. I don't know. But, uh, you know, yeah, it's kind of one of those weird things where it was like, oh, crap, like, oh, they're using Quicksilver? Wait, but we're using Quicksilver. Oh, crap, what are we going to do? And I'm wondering, and I don't know the, any of the story, but I, I don't know if you can probably look this up. Maybe there's a story behind it. I don't really know. But my guess is Fox was like, wait, we're going to use Quicksilver. And then Sony's like, or, sorry, uh, Disney was like, well, we're using Quicksilver. But we're also using Scarlet Witch. And then, and then X-Men were probably like, Fox was like, well, we're not planning on using Scarlet Witch yet, but we could. Whereas, you know, the MCU Disney side was probably like, "Well, wait a minute, wait a minute, what, let's let's do this." What? Because we're we're planning on using Scarlet Witch more so than Quicksilver, or at least that's how it ended up. Maybe we'll. What what happens if we kill off Quicksilver and he's just gone? But and you guys can keep using him. But at the same time, if you guys don't introduce Scarlet Witch, then let us just have Vert. Now, I don't know if that's how it panned out, but it uh, be interesting to see how that <laughs> that panned out, if that's how, how it did pan out. And then they were probably like, hey, uh, you guys, uh, we're going to go help Sony with uh, Spider-Man. You guys need help with anything? Uh, no, X-Men's pretty cool. Well, what about Fantastic Four? No, 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 X- Fantastic Four is going to be amazing. It's going to come out next year. It's going to be great. Yeah, not so much. I don't know what they're doing Fantastic Four, to be quite honest with you. Apparently they're going to make a Doctor Doom movie by itself. I, I I don't know. I mean, they got the rights to it, so I guess you got to use it, right? Because everyone's doing superhero movies and whatever now it is. Uh, but honestly, that last Fantastic Four movie was pretty garbage. And actually, all the Fantastic Four movies have been pretty garbage, to be quite honest with you. Um, but yeah, alright, so... Moving on. Uh what else? Oh, The Wall, like I was talking about. The Wall was an interesting movie. It kinda reminded me in a way of Phone Booth. I don't know if you remember the Phone Booth. I came out I think when it was like two thousand two or so. Um it was Colin Farrell and then uh Keeper Sutherland was like this sniper guy that had learned all about Colin Farrell's life and was like Knew he was like cheating on his wife or whatever, or doing a whole bunch of like shady sh- stuff behind people's backs and whatever. And basically, we just call that called him out because he would call this woman from a phone booth that he was cheating on his wife with or whatever. And uh, it's a, it's a decent movie, but like basically, he's like you know, I got you my sights. I'm gonna you know do you know do what I say or blah blah blah. So. The wall is a little bit more, a little, a little less goofy than that, I would say. It's a little more realistic in a way, I guess. It's set in Iraq. It's during. not. It's apparently post war, sort of, whatever. Um, and I don't know why they're there. I, I, whatever. But the, the snipers start shooting people. And then John Cena and Quicksilver, <laughs> kick ass. Um, Are trying to figure out what's going on They're trying to survey the land They don't see anything going on So they go to check it out Then the sniper starts shooting him Um, Quicksilver gets behind this wall And then the guy gets on the comm And a bunch of stuff goes on I don't want to ruin it It is a decent movie So I just go check it out Then I tried to watch The Great Wall The next night Or whatever A couple nights later Um, I fell asleep (laughs) Like 20 minutes in it, I, you know, it was one of those things where I started it later than I was planning on it, and I was like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to get through this. And uh, I didn't. Um, yeah, um, I don't know what the hell that movie is. Uh, I Maybe eventually I'll watch it, but I don't know what the hell is going on with that movie. Um, um It's... Uh, Matt Damon, I don't, like I don't did did Matt Damon lose a bet? Like I don't quite I don't I don't understand. Uh, he's got this weird accent, which I can't quite understand where he is. They're American, I guess. Him and this him and this other guy, who I believe, mm, I think I I don't know who he is. Um, he looks familiar, but I can't I can't place him. Um, then William Dafoe's, like, there, like, wandering around, uh, I don't know, it's just a weird movie, and then these, like, alien, like, I don't know if they're alien, but they're like, these weird creatures, like, show up, and I don't know, it's a weird, the 20 minutes I saw before I fell asleep are really bizarre, and the acting's just terrible, the is pretty bad, you know, and listen I like Matt Damon don't get me wrong but like I don't know why he's in this movie and I don't know what he's trying to do and he's whatever <laughs> I don't know if I'll finish it but I did start watching it um but I don't recommend it um and that's bottom line on that um yeah uh f- I think I talked about all the other movies I've seen I mean I'll, I mean obviously we'll do a whole end of the year movie thing um uh, yeah, we're not even. I've I've seen twenty movies, I believe. That Great Wall would have been the twenty first. Although speaking of of movies that I've seen recently, uh, Sharknado did uh, Sharknado Five Global Swarming did happen uh, last was the last weekend. No, two weekends ago. Um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, man. I mean, I thought the fourth one was pretty bad. I don't know if it was bad as the fourth one. You know, the the first one, and even the second one, and even to some degree the third one were were not I'm, I'm, Listen, I'm not going to say any of these movies are good, but at least they were like bad in like an entertaining way. Whereas the fourth one was just bad. This one was pretty bad, um, but it wasn't as bad. But then the ending is just like what. Of course, I mean, whatever. Who cares? Whatever Sharknado, but I don't know, man. I don't know. Um, but yeah, we'll get to all that great movie uh, stuff coming up. Um, at the end of the year. I mean, the next movie I kind of have in my sights. Other than movies that I kind of missed that I still want to see, like eventually I think I'll see Atomic Blonde and and, and uh, Baby Driver. I missed that one. There's this movie coming out I think this weekend, Logan Lucky. That looks somewhat interesting unlike the pit man's bodyguard which looks pretty stupid um uh it looks pretty good i don't know uh and then yeah kingsman that's gonna be cool uh there's uh jigsaw coming out Uh, another saw movie which whatever uh what else uh i don't know there's a bunch of stuff coming out this fall so You you got another Thor movie, and then eventually, uh, you know, Justice League, and there's another um, Daddy's Home 2 is coming out, Um, another Star Wars, obviously. Yeah, so, still a lot to go. All right, well, I guess that's enough uh, babbling about movies and TV and sports and whatnot. Uh, Let's just get to the biggest party of the summer, shall we? or at least the party before the biggest party of the summer. I guess which is um uh, NXT Takeover Brooklyn 3. Um yeah. So um it's been a bit interesting given that there's been a lot of influx of Ring of Honor guys in the last uh handful of months. Uh, you know, Roderick Strong obviously was, you know, kind of a big one that came th- came in. Uh, you know, Bobby Fish and Kyle Riley recently have come in, although they both came in and lost to Aleister Black, which is a weird one, but that's you know, whatever it is, what it is. Uh, now, guys, uh, Donovan Dijack, Adam Cole, are rumored to show up, Leo Rush is apparently rumored to show up. Well, apparently, War Machine was rumored, but they apparently changed their minds or whatever and have gone on to New Japan for the most part. Um, With that said, none of those guys are scheduled to fight NXT TakeOver Brooklyn 3. Which, you know, for some of them, they've only had one match or whatever. They haven't really done a ton yet. So I can kind of understand that. But in the case of Roderick Strong, he's basically still in the feud with Bobby Roode. Even though Bobby Roode's taking on Drew McIntyre. And Bobby Roode and Drew McIntyre really hadn't had much confrontation up until this past week. But it still revolved around Roderick Strong. So... I can't see Roger Strong not somehow getting himself involved in the match. But before we get to any of that, let's go through the card from, from uh, start to end. Although, before we get to that, there is apparently, and they keep on saying this, it's like a reunion of sorts or like whatever, celebrating NXT type of thing. So a bunch of NXT alum are supposed to be there. What that means, I have no idea. Uh, they're not just going to be there and, like in the crowd, and they'll show them, be like, hey, look, Bailey's here, and hey, look, Samoa Joe's here. Like, what the point of that is, I don't really know. They've been hyping up too much to not lead to something, but what it leads to, I don't really know. It could be nothing, could be nothing, could be absolutely nothing. But it just seems a little odd that they would be keep pushing that as a selling point without it leading to anything. Now I don't expect like Samoa Joe to like attack Bobby Root. It doesn't really make sense given, you know, what's going on. In fact he's in the main event. But like maybe Sami Zayn gets involved with somebody since he's not really doing anything on WWE right now or maybe, you know, something something else along those lines. I don't know. And uh but whatever. We'll find out on Saturday. Alright, but let's do some predictions, shall we? Alright, so the first off, we have Johnny Gargano, who's just returned after Tommaso Ciampa beat him up after NXT TakeOver Chicago. Even though Ciampa's the one that's going to be injured now for a long time because he screwed up his knee and then tore something or whatever, I don't know. Or tore something and then screwed up his knee, I don't know. He's going to be out for a bit. So, unfortunately, I think that was one of the main matches, I think, that was going to be at this TakeOver, but... Not happening, but Cargano's back. He's taking on uh, Andrade Cien Almos, who's now got a new woman, Selena Vega, in his corner. Um, I don't think that's going to change anything for Almos, uh, as I think Johnny Argano is going to win. And I think they're going to build him up, going into uh, eventually taking on Ciampa when he comes back. Although that's going to be a while, so we'll see what happens with that. But I think Johnny Gargano, it will win the match. Alright, come on, stupid thing. Alright, next up, um, we have um, Alister Black. Like I said, who's been beating up Ring of Honor guys. Why are you... I didn't say... Um, Alistair Black, who's been beating up Ring of Honor guys pretty much. Um, is taking on Hideo Tommy, which is confusing to me. Because Adeo Tommy turned on Cassius Ono and basically turned heel. But Alistair Black, I don't know. I thought he was heel. It's really been confusing. I don't know if he's heel or face. It's unclear. Um, Because the guys that he's been fighting have more or less been faces. And he's just kind of beating them up. Whereas. But now Adeo Tommy and him got into a thing. But. Tommy's clearly a heel now It's confusing I don't know Either way I think Aleister Black's gonna win Um, right, moving on Next match, um Is for the, uh Tag titles NXT Tag Team Championships Uh, with the Authors of Pain defending against Sanity, uh Sanity being Alexander Wolfe and Killian Dane, with Eric Young and Nikki Cross apparently being in their corner. I guess I don't. Know. It's it's interesting because I don't I don't know if they necessarily specifically announced that it was definitely Wolfe and and Killian Dane. they might have, they might have. I might have missed it. Um, that's the feud. That's but the feud because Eric Young sort of hasn't been around, but then he came back. And help them attack so could Eric young somehow be in the match too is it kind of one of those new day um, uh, free bird rule type things I don't know but um, uh, I think sanity's gonna win um I think sanity's gonna I think they're gonna win I think they I think there's gonna be shenanigans and uh sanity is going to win. Alright, next up we have um, Asuka uh, defending her, not only her title, but her undefeated streak, taking on Ember Moon. Um, you know, at some point this reign, this undefeated streak, this title reign, is going to end. Um, Asuka is going to go up to the main card, I would imagine. Um, I just don't know that Ember Moon's the one to do it. And if that's not the case, then it's not happening now. Who's gonna do it? I, I really I don't don't know. But bottom line here is I don't think Asuka's losing to Amber Moon. Um had takeover Brooklyn. Three. when she loses that take over Houston to somebody in November. I don't know. Or maybe at NXT taping. Maybe she loses it to whoever wins the May Young classic, which is coming up starting a week from Monday, I believe. I think the finals are in September sometime. So, if that's what the prize is, whoever wins that, gets a title shot against Asuka, that might make more sense. I mean, Ember Moon's fine for what she is, but, like, we've already seen this match. She already lost. I don't really see them. I don't really see the, like, the need to build her up through this but maybe, I don't know, we'll see. But my prediction is Oscar's coming. And then finally, the main event of the evening, Bobby Roode defending the NXT Championship, taking on Drew McIntyre. All right, like I previously said, I feel like Roderick Strong's going to get involved in this somehow, which I feel like is going to backfire for uh, McIntyre. What that leads to down the line, I don't know. Maybe a triple threat between these three. But I don't see Bobby Roode losing the title um, at this point. So I'm going to say Bobby Roode is going to win somehow, Eh, or at least keep the title. That's always the tough part about making those predictions with the champions because I don't see him losing the title. That doesn't necessarily mean he doesn't lose by disqualification or something like that. Um, there we go. NXT takeover, Brooklyn 3. Uh, should be fun. Um, you know, NXT is not quite what it has been. Um, and that's not really their fault because the guys that have been there, they've done well and moved up. You know, and, and have they filled those guys in? to some degree but not to the degree of where it was I don't think Um, you know with these influx of ROH guys let's see how that works out Uh, but that really hasn't meant much I mean yes Roderick Strong got the title shot at NXT Chicago but now he's not on the cart you know and there's no Bobby Fish there's no Kyle O'Reilly Adam Cole's not here yet Um, but yeah those guys can kind of fill in those those spots I could build it back up to what it was a couple years ago, but right now, yeah, it's it's still not there yet, but it's still good, it's still good, it's still good. Hopefully, there's some surprises that'd be fun. All right, <coughs> excuse me. Uh, let's move on to um, the biggest party of the summer, uh, SummerSlam. WWE SummerSlam coming at you live from the Barclays Center in Brooklyn, New York, um, for the f- Third year in a row. Uh, yeah, so there's 13 matches in this card, which when you look at it, it's like, wow, that's a lot of matches. Same amount they had last year. Now, technically, only 12 of those matches actually took place because Rusev and Roman Reigns' match never really actually started. They still, like, fought, but it never was actually you know, a match or whatever. Uh, I believe the same as last year. There's three takeover... um sorry, kickoff show uh, matches. And again, much similar to last year, <laughs> um, when the Dudley Boys were just randomly thrown into a match, even though they previously debuted the year before, the night after SummerSlam, and were hot for a while, a little bit, and then by the time the next SummerSlam rolled around, they were on the pre-show. Um, similar to that, the Hardy Boys are on the pre-show, um, teaming up with Jason Jordan, who's the uh, who's a uh, Kurt Angle's son if if you're following along at home um taking on the Miz and uh the miz of uh Curtis Axel and Bo Dallas who um and Maurice in their corner now it's interesting to see that Miz not defending the championship on the card you know cause it's interesting cause there there are three matches in the the kickoff show and um, two of them are title matches. Uh, not to say that there's not enough, there's not plenty of title matches on the uh, on the main card, as there's six title matches um, in addition to those two in the pre-show, and then the Intercontinental Title not being defended, which is whatever it is what it is. Um, Intercontinental Title has changed hands a lot of times in SummerSlam history, especially at the beginning of uh, SummerSlam history. I think the first like five, like first like 10 out of 12 or something like that or something some stupid number um or whatever that is I don't remember um that the title has changed hands um but anyways uh let's start it off the kickoff show we'll start off with that match the Hardy Boys and uh Jason Jordan taking on The Miz and The Mizterage. now there was a rumor that Jason Jordan was going to take on The Miz for the title uh but that kind of Got scrapped, or maybe never was going to happen. I don't know. It's it's, it's not not clear. In uh, the and the Hardy Boys were actually supposed to take on originally the revival, but then uh Scott Dawson got injured towards bicep or something like that. I forget. So he's gonna be out for a while. So they ended up then not really having anything to do with the Hardy, So they kind of threw him into this six man tag match for whatever reason. Uh So. Since this is like the first kickoff show, I don't know if this will be the first match or not on the kickoff show, given that the other two are tag uh, title matches, I would say yes, and kickoff show, got to start off the crowd with something hot, something cool, something they'll like, usually that means the face goes over, I'm going to go with the Hardys and Jason Jordan. Although one would argue maybe Jason Jordan's not exactly a face. That's another argument for another time, because if these guys, he's tagging with the Hardys, they're going to get um, cheered. Alright, moving on to the um, first of two uh, title matches on the pre-show. So this one's a little weird, because the match was scheduled um, to happen. It was uh, Adrian Neville, or Neville, whatever you want to call him defending the Cruiserweight title against Kira Tazawa, with his um, representative or whatever, Titus O'Neil, Titus Worldwide or whatever it's called. And, uh, um, now, this match was scheduled, but then they decided to have it on Raw instead, which Tozawa won, and now he is the Cruiserweight champion, but then Neville demanded his rematch at SummerSlam, so... This is the rematch of SummerSlam, which is confusing to an extent because it's like, well, why did you do that? Like, wouldn't Tozawa winning the title be a bigger deal at the pay-per-view? Although it's on the pre-show, so maybe that's part of it. I don't know. It's a little weird. But does that mean Neville's going to win it back? I don't think so. I think Tozawa keeps the title. And then finally, in the third pre-show match, which is a bit surprising in my mind, and this is a pre-show match, we got the uh, New Day, specifically Big E and Xavier Woods, they announced that on SmackDown, taking on, well, of course, Kofi will be in their corner, taking on the Usos. Um, yeah, it's it's weird that this is not a pre-show. It, that's surprising to me. I would have figured this would be on the main card, but, you know, like I said, there's 13 matches, so you gotta move something to pre-show. Uh... See, that that in my mind kind of leads me to believe the New Day are going to retain. But maybe that's... Maybe because it's on the pre-show... Like, maybe because it's on the pre-show too many people would expect that and then they're going to swerve us and the Usos are going to win. Because here's, here's my thought process. And this is just me... Not even fantasy booking as much as just like looking ahead. And just kind of... Okay, what 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 do I think is going to happen? Cuz fantasy booking is more about what you want to happen. This is more about what I think would happen. So, like I said, with Breezango, they um aren't on the card. They've been doing the Fashion Peaks things. They've been getting over with the Fashion Peaks things. Um they're going to be returning in 2 weeks. Here's my thought process. And this could work one of two ways, so I could be wrong on this. New days faces Usos are heels. Brizongo are faces at this point. So, obviously you gotta go heels taking on faces, right? Usually. I mean, typically. I mean, whatever. It doesn't always have to be that. but So here's my thought process. You have the Usos beat the New Day at, at, on the kickoff show of SummerSlam. New Day get their rematch this Tuesday on SmackDown, which Brizongo won't be at because they said they're returning in two weeks. And you know the Usos retain whatever, so New Day's got their rematch. They're out of the way, so now they got, a new, got to have a new challengers. In steps Brzango, two weeks later, so the next week on SmackDown to challenge the Usos. Now, whether they have the match on SmackDown that night or whether they just build something to the next pay per view or whatever, because I think the next SmackDown pay per view is not till October. So, yeah, because that's one thing they did. They've announced the the falls. Pay-per-views And they're spreading them out They're not having one Every two weeks Like they had last year Or whatever Cause last year There was one like September I think it was like The second weekend In September And the fourth weekend In September blah, blah, blah. And it was like Every other week And, and then there was There was a Survivor Series in November But then there was Two more in December Now I believe If I Have read the Schedule correct So they have SummerSlam Coming up this Sunday Then the next pay-per-view Is not till. September 24th No Mercy which is going to be a Raw pay-per-view this year then they're doing Hell in a Cell no yes Hell in a Cell which is Labor uh, Columbus Day weekend then a couple of weeks after that they're doing TLC which is a Raw pay-per-view then nothing until Survivor Series and then after Survivor Series they're having Clash Champions which is a Smackdown pay-per-view which is in the Boston TD Garden um, in December and there's only one December pay-per-view so Last year, whereas and they had two September, two October, November, and two December. So what's the math on that? Two, two, four, set, uh, September, two September, two October, a uh, November, and two December. So yeah, that was set seven pay-per-views in that span. Whereas this year they're having one September, two October, a uh, November, and December. So only five. So you take away two, basically. It's a little bit more manageable, I think. Um, Especially given that the, you know, football kind of dominates Sundays in the fall, so. It might make sense to back them off a little bit. But anyways, um, with that said, what I just said, I think I'm going to go with Isuzu's. All right, now we move on to the main show with the nine, no, Sorry, ten matches scheduled for the actual main show. I guess. Unless they add a fourth one to the kickoff show. I don't know about that. It starts an hour earlier. It starts at seven. The actual show. Kickoff starts at five. So, two hours. They have three matches within two hours. Also, interviews and hype shows and blah, 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 blah. Um. Now, what else? So, yeah. So, last year it actually went... You know started at seven, but actually went past eleven um a little bit, so you know I could always go past eleven again, but still four hours to do ten matches that's not terrible um all right well let's cut let's start let's just get to it all right let's start off we have um let's go with that so Randy Orton taking on Rusev. this match was kind of just thrown together for no apparent reason. Rusev was like, all right, I lost to Cena, blah, blah, blah. I need to fight someone at SummerSlam. And Randy Orton's like, hey, I'm here. I'm Randy Orton. I lost to Ginger Mahal three times in a row. Now I'll fight you. Of course, then Randy Orton beats Ginger Mahal, <laughs> which made no sense. Um, but, uh, yeah, so what happens here? I don't know. Something's got to give. Um I think Randy Orton, from what I heard, was gonna take some time off, so I'm gonna go with Rusev, because I, I feel like they need to they need to build Rusev to something. You can't just have him lose to John Cena all the time. Um, all right, next up we have the Big Show taking on Big Cass in a well, it's it's a singles match, but um, Enzo Moret we suspended above the ring in a shark cage so he doesn't get involved in the match, which I don't understand this booking. At all, big cast is the heel, big show is the face, Enzo's a face. When's the last time a face was in a shark cage? Like, what's, what's the last time the face got someone to fight his battles? It doesn't make any sense here. Um, and I, I don't know what, what their thought process is here, but I think the big cast is gonna win. I mean, I think basically. Big Cass versus Enzo just wasn't that intriguing. They already did it. He beat him pretty easily. So they needed Big Cass to fight somebody that, you know, was going to be uh, more of a challenge. And the Big Show is that guy, but you can't really get rid of Enzo in the, in the feud because that's what the feud is. Um, with that said, I, I think Big Cass is winning here. All right, next up in another rematch from Monday Night Raw, we have Finn Balor taking on Bray Wyatt, which was originally scheduled, but then they decided to, to have it on Monday. And Bray Wyatt won, you know, won clean. Um, you know, it was a pretty good match. Um, and Bray Wyatt, uh, they've been building Bray Wyatt up fairly well since he's moved to Raw. I mean, he's be, he beat Seth Rollins pretty clean a couple times. He beat Finn Balor clean, but then he dumped blood on him for some reason. And now Finn Balor is going to be the demon... King at SummerSlam Which I, which to me means that Finn Balor is going to win uh, Which kind of negates all of the Building up of <laughs> Bray Wyatt they did but That wouldn't be the first time they've ever done that <clears throat> SummerSlam I mean Wrestlemania Yeah, What was the point of that? I, I still don't understand the point of that um, The whole Wrestlemania Randy Orton Thing it, The way they did it just didn't make sense there, There's no reason for the title to be involved in that um, but anyways uh, Moving on <laughs> We got John Cena taking on Baron Corbin Alright let's take a step back here So this match um, Got set up Because of Shinsuke After Shinsuke beat John Cena become no more contender Corbin came out to beat up Shinsuke But then Cena was there for the save And put him through a table So Baron Corbin was upset at Cena So Cena was fighting Jinder Mahal this week Uh, This week on SmackDown. Cena was about to win after giving an AA from the second rope to Jinder Mahal. Corbin comes in and interferes, causing the DQ. Hits Cena with the briefcase, Money in the Bank briefcase. But then Corbin decides to cash in. Cena distracts Corbin. Jinder Mahal rolls him up for the pin. Corbin lost his Money in the Bank opportunity. Um, Now, a couple little tidbits on that um, that could come into play. But they didn't really mention it at all. So I I think the plan is just that, all right, Corbin lost his money in the bank. And now he's super mad at Cena. As opposed to just being kind of mad at Cena, I guess. But someone pointed out, and I, I I noticed one thing and someone pointed out something else. Was that Jinder Mahal's foot was under the rope when he pinned Corbin. And Corbin's shoulder was kind of off the mat. So that could come into play. Could end up getting his money in the bank back, which, honestly, I don't quite understand why they blew it on a random SmackDown to go home for SummerSlam um, this early too. He only won it two months ago. He has it has up, a year, up to, to a year to cash in. Why would you? Why would you waste it that early? And I don't know. It just seems weird. But whatever, we'll see. But Corbin, Cena, Corbin's now pissed, super pissed, Cena. Cena is, I guess, uh, as a free agent, supposedly moving over to Raw um, because the next Raw pay-per-view is in Los Angeles. And apparently Cena is going to be filming Bumblebee coming up soon. So he's going to be spending a lot of time in Los Angeles. And, well, maybe he's not going to be in Raw so much, but if you build up a match with him on, for Raw coming up on... Monday you can have him be at the pay-per-view And people aren't really going to notice He's not on the show as much Possibly, I don't know who he's going to fight Unra, But you could at least have him for that pay-per-view And then who knows what after that He might take time off to finish the movie Or whatever But regardless of all that he, If he's moving off a of Smackdown for a while And um, he costs Corbin his money in the bank opportunity I don't see it making sense for him To then just beat up Corbin Unless you just don't care about Corbin And want it pretty much demolish him but how does that help Smackdown at all it doesn't so I think Corbin's going to win somehow alright next up we got Um I think that's it for non-title matches so let's move on to the title matches we got Cesaro and Sheamus taking on the reunited Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins Uh, Two-thirds of the shield. Um, Yeah, it's been a weird kind of storyline where Dean and Seth, they kind of don't like each other. They don't trust each other. And they've been kind of reunited, but not really. But they've been helping each other, but sometimes not helping each other. And then finally this Monday, they're like, all right, let's do it. Let's take on the champions. And I think they're going to win. I mean, I don't see why they build it up for them then to lose. Unless you're just going to have them feud. But I feel like you play that out. You play that out for a while. Like, if that's going to be the end game here, you play that out. For until least Survivor Series, if not Royal Wumble, if not WrestleMania. So, but I think becoming Tag Champs is part of that equation. <clears throat> now, do they do the whole full shield thing? I don't know, but... Could. Alright, next up, the next title match we got is um uh Alexa Bliss defending the Raw Women's Championship against Sasha Banks. Now originally it was supposed to be Bailey, but Bailey messed up her shoulder and is gonna be out for a little bit. So then they had a match between Nia Jackson and Sasha <clears throat> and Sasha won. Now, why this match was wasn't Sasha and Alexa Bliss to begin with, um, I'm a little confused by it because they had the match at Great Balls of Fire, which technically Sasha Banks won by the count-out. But then she never got another opportunity? And then she lost her opportunity to Bailey for whatever reason? Like, how did that make any sense? Um, so, in the end, it's the same. And I think they're going to do one of those things where they, they've done in the past a lot. Whereas, okay, so clearly this match was supposed to be someone versus somebody. So they obviously had a plan of one of the people winning. But then they throw that out because then someone's hurt or whatever, last-minute replacement. But then the last-minute replacement seems to win all the time just because, like, no one expects them to win because they weren't supposed to be in the match. So I think that's going to happen here. And it kind of gets Sasha some redemption on her, I don't know, her bad luck at Brooklyn, maybe? Because she lost last year to Charlotte, I believe, if I remember correctly, the title. And the year before she lost the title to... Or the NXT title to uh, Bailey. So maybe she gets a little redemption in Brooklyn. Or maybe her Brooklyn um, streak um, continues. All right, moving on to the SmackDown side of things. We have uh, for the SmackDown women's title, we have um, Naomi defending against Natalia. I don't really know how much I actually care about this match. It just seems like... I mean, Charlotte Flair is not involved in this match, which is confusing. Although, given what's going on with her dad right now, with Ric Flair being in the hospital and all that, I guess maybe that sort of makes sense, because honestly, I don't know if she's... Charlotte Flair is going to be there at all. And obviously, she's not in the match or on cards, card, so there's really no reasons for her to be, so probably should, uh, you know be dealing with that um but yeah I I don't see Natalia winning this I see Naomi just keeping the title status quo here all right next up we have um yeah for the US title uh AJ Styles defending against Kevin Owens with Shane McMahon as the special guest referee Now, this has been a pretty good storyline. The whole AJ-Kevin Owens um, feud has been very good. Their matches um, have been okay. I feel like they could be better. I feel like they haven't reached their potential yet. Um, Now, Shane McMahon's involvement is interesting. I mean, I feel like this is eventually going to lead to something down the line. And since we've already seen AJ and and, uh, Shane, I think it's going to lead to Kevin Owens versus Shane. Whether it's at um, Survivor Series or again maybe Rumble or or WrestleMania, you know, you know, long builds. Um, I think that means that AJ Styles is going to win um, through something to do with Shane missing something, which cost Owens the match or something along those lines. I don't know, but I think AJ is going to win. Um, next up, we have the WWE heavyweight championship of the world, or whatever it's called. Um, Jinder Mahal taking on Shinsuke Nakamura. Now, before SmackDown, I would have guessed that Shinsuke is going to beat Jinder Mahal, and then potentially Baron Corbin cashes in and wins the title. Because I think it's still too early for Shinsuke to have the title. Um... But, if you'd given it to him briefly and had him lot lose it in the in the money in the bank cashing or whatever that would have sort of made sense 'cause you you tested the waters you saw what the people crowd reaction was, but at the same time, it's like, well, let's build this for later but now that now that Corbin thing is out of play um seemingly um, yeah I. um. I don't know. I think Ginger might win. Um, at the same time, I just don't feel like Jinder is all that compelling as the champion. I mean, some people have grown on them, but it's for me, like, I'd rather them just give it to Shinsuke and let's move on. But what that means, I don't know. Because um, scene is going on to Raw. Are you ready to do AJ Nakamura? Who else is you gonna do? Orton Nakamura? You gonna do Rusev Nakamura? Like, who's next? I don't know. Um, but still, I think there. I uh, I, I, I'm gonna go Nakamura because I don't see how how else you could do you finish that because Nakamura. I mean, unless you have the Great Kali coming hard again or something, but like Nakamura hasn't lost, I don't think, since being on Raw or SmackDown rather. I don't think. I mean, he had him beat. Cena. I don't know. That's my guess. And then finally, in the main event of the evening, a uh, fatal four-way for the WWE Universal Championship. Got Brock Lesnar defending against Baron Corbin versus Samoa Joe versus Roman Reigns. And the uh, one little stipulation sort of thing here is that Paul Heyman said that if Brock Lesnar loses because he didn't think the fatal four-way was fair that he and Brock Lesnar will leave the WWE now is this just flaming the fire of the rumors of the John Jones fight probably at the same time if he does lose then what happens he's booked he's advertised for No Mercy um, in Los Angeles next month. So, I don't know how that plays out if he loses. Um, same time he's signed to WWE through WrestleMania, so the John Bones Jones Martian Man M- Manhunter match isn't happening uh, anytime soon. Plus, there's a whole well—is he back in the pool for the USDA or whatever it's called uh, to get tested? So then his suspension can go out. Is he out of retirement? So that he can be, you know, all that sort of thing. Because he's still got six months, I guess, left on his suspension or whatever. Um, and I, I really don't see that that match happening until at least next summer anyways. So, I mean, people were trying to say it was going to happen in November because they're, they're at the Garden. But since they announced GSP versus Michael Bisbing is going to be happening at that, I believe. If I, if I heard that correctly. I feel like that's a pretty big match for that and I don't think they would want to play second fiddle to that Um, especially that McCalibur I mean when Lesnar signed on for 200 it was against Mark Hunt it wasn't anything like amazing Uh, you know Mark Hunt whatever Mark Hunt is a fine fighter but like that wasn't like the that wouldn't be a marquee matchup like Lesnar versus Jones would be Um, which I think they'll I think that'll be next summer if it happens I think it'll be next summer once Lesnar's done with WWE I can focus on um, UFC fighting, John Jones. The suspension will be done. He'll be tested, whatever, blah, blah, blah. All that stuff can get down and through without any issues. Um, so with that said, I think Lesnar's winning because <laughs> I don't know how they play that out if he doesn't. Um, but I, yeah, I could be wrong. and you know, It's not like Lesnar hasn't left before and came back. But given that he is... It'd be one thing if he wasn't gonna be around until like November on Survivor Series or whatever. Or even, you know, you say Rumble or something like that. He is supposed to be he is advertised to be at No Mercy. So I don't know how they That's that's tough to back out of. <laughs> so I think Brock's gonna just gonna win. And there we go. There's the biggest part of the summer. Um uh, the one other thing that I didn't mention, I should have mentioned uh, during the Naomi um, Natalia match, is Carmella does still have her Money in the Bank briefcase. Does she cash in? It might make that match more compelling if she does. The, I don't. There's the storylines kind of blah, and no one really seems to care. Like that's the more interesting storyline, I believe, is Carmella cashing in on uh, Naomi or whoever. Uh, then so than the matches um, Naomi beat I mean Carmella beat Naomi two weeks ago which made no sense she didn't cash in but couldn't she have just cashed in I I still cash ins were weird whatever I don't see it happening given that we just had Corbin cash in um but I could but I, I I'm gonna say no I'm, that's my prediction alright moving on <clears throat> Then next Saturday, week from Saturday. I talked about it a little bit before, but um it's time to make some predictions about this. We got um Floyd Money Mayweather taking on Connor the Irish Crusher McGregor. I don't does what's I don't I forget what McGregor's like nickname is. Does he have one? Connor the Crusher McGregor? No, that doesn't sound right. I feel like he has something, though, right? Um, let's see. Do, 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 do. All right. Well, the most interesting and compelling thing that's happening so far with this fight is the odds. You know, when they, I believe, when they initially were rumored or this was happening, blah, 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 the odds were like. I think McGregor was a plus a thousand, and. Um, uh, Mayweather was like a minus 2200 or something like that something crazy and then when they actually announced the fight it was a little close it was like minus 800 for Floyd and I think plus 500 for Connor um, and then even last week I think it was minus 600 and plus 400 or something I, for, I forget what the numbers were exactly but as of yesterday it is plus plus. Are minus 450 for Floyd and plus I think I want to say it was 250 wait let me let me look that up again um, yeah it, it, people have just been people have just been hammering um, McGregor and, and you know it's, it's um, from one on the on the on the one end of things, like the actual like what's going to happen, end I think it's stupid because there's no way, there's absolutely no way Conor McGregor can win. Like I, I, it would be in like I would be in it would be absolutely ridiculous if he won. On the on the, on the other side of it is how fun it is to lay down a hundred bucks, or sorry, lay down four hundred. Well, sorry, lay down eight hundred or a thousand bucks or whatever it was um to win 100 on Mayweather it's just it, that's not fun no one wants to do that that's boring you lay 100 down on mcgregor if he somehow has an upset you win 500 bucks or whatever it was um so the fact that that people are betting on mcgregor it i get it i get it i get it so i think as, so as of right now um oh, come on shut up um yeah so Right now um yeah, Mayweather is the minus 450 favorite and McGregor is a plus 325 underdog. That's nuts. That is nutty. Like I mean, you know, it's 450 to win 100 Um, Mayweather, but like that's that's just free money, I feel like. And for the odds to be that low or whatever Wow that's just crazy I mean I get it I get it I mean like I said I get it at like 800 but 450 yikes because even McGregor even a bit 100 and you're you win 325 I mean that's good don't get me wrong but like the when you logically think about this <laughs> the fact that 49 and zero <laughs> Floyd Mayweather is taking on Conor McGregor who has not fought a boxing match since he was like an amateur uh, what I mean obviously I'm picking mayweather to win this I mean it doesn't even make sense not to I mean the the real question is will he knock him out in how many rounds like that, that's that's real that's the real question you're not whether who's gonna win the match um and you know honestly I think I'm I'm gonna say he knocks him out or' uh, not not necessarily knocks him out but The the match will end, probably a technical knockout or something along those lines, or you know someone calls it or whatever. Um, the ref or the corner or whatever, the doctors, who know, whatever. Um, we'll call it. I'm I'm gonna say fifth round. I'm gonna go fifth round. Because I mean you think about it Mayweather He's got 26 knockouts in his career But how? when, when was the last time He knocked someone out I can't even remember Um well, Actually let's look it up Um Oh yeah Sorry I meant to look up to see So Conor McGregor is uh, blah, blah 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 The notorious Conor McGregor M- Mystic Mac I've never heard those I, maybe he's I don't know. I, I can't I don't remember like him having like a nickname. Um all right Mayweather Alright let's see Floyd Mayweather's last knockout. Because he didn't knock out Pacquiao. He didn't knock out um the duty fought after Pacquiao. Uh Birdo one decision. Unanimous decision against Berto. Unanimous decision against Pacquiao. Unanimous decision against uh Madan Bandana. May I forget. His, I don't know how to say his name. Uh, un- Majority decision against him. Majority decision against Alvarez. Unanimous against Guerrero. Unanimous against Cotto. All right. So it was Victor Ortiz back in 2011, September 17, 2011, in the fourth round. There you go. Then unanimous, unanimous. He TKO'd Ricky Hatton, okay? I remember that. I remember that fight. That was 2007. You know, plus he hasn't fought in two years. So his knockout power or abilities or whatever aren't exactly great. But I've never seen Conor McGregor <laughs> box, so, you know, that that's a huge question mark. So I'm going to say fifth round. It's going to end. Whether it's like a knockout or a technical knockout. That's up for debate but whatever I think it's going to be TKO fifth round that's my prediction so there we have it biggest party of the summer um lots lots of summer stuff going on summer <laughs> I feel like this is how I ended the last one um summer summertime summertime summer summer summertime summertime uh, summertime. uh <laughs> um but yeah no uh summer slime coming up with the Red Sox and Penner race Got NXT TakeOver on Saturday, summertime Sunday. We got Mayweather McGregor next next Saturday. Um, yeah. Football's going starting. We got preseason going on right now. I'm watching Tampa Bay and Jacksonville for some stupid reason. Chad Henney versus Kurt. <laughs> Um Fitzpatrick. Jeez, I thought he retired. <laughs> oh man. Um yeah, Battle of Florida right here, Jacksonville. All right. Anyways, um, yeah, that's gonna do it. Thanks for uh, listening. Um, go check out all that stuff. Go you know watch Game of Thrones. Watch. Go see movies. Whatever. I don't know. Um, yeah. All right. So that's gonna do it. Uh, you can check out the blog at com. I might finally post those pictures I've been promising forever of the slam crate and the whatever else I said. <laughs> i got, got to do this. Um, uh, What else? Hit me up on Twitter at Razorvator. You can subscribe to the podcast, the One Man Renegade podcast, that is. Uh, subscribe on iTunes. Also like and share and give me five stars and leave a comment and a review or whatever. On Apple no, Apple Podcasts, sorry, and um, Stitcher. Uh, hit me up on, like I said, at Razorvator. Go to the blog post something on the blog, blah, blah, blah. Alright, I guess that's going to do it. Thanks for listening, and I'll check you next time and enjoy the rest of your summer. Or whatever. Alright, that's it. Um, Yeah, probably do fantasy football preview next time out and kind of review whatever's going on. Uh, Yeah, that's going to do it. So thanks for listening, and I'll talk to you next time.